Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Wednesday, December 16th, 2020. Stimulus checks may soon be hitting your mailbox. That may be the compromise that finally sees COVID relief get through Congress. We'll discuss that. Plus, President-elect Biden names his former rival Pete Buttigieg as his nominee for Transportation Secretary. And finally, the turmoil that's unfolding in President Trump's cabinet. Americans have been waiting for months for a stimulus bill out of Congress. They have been waiting for their elected leaders in the United States Congress to actually do something to help them. This has been stalled for far too long. But it does seem that Congress is moving towards an actual deal here. As we noted on the podcast yesterday, nothing helps Congress actually accomplish something like a deadline. And the deadline that is approaching is that the government is going to run out of funding and that members of Congress want to get out of town for the holiday. So with those deadlines fast approaching, McConnell, Schumer, Pelosi, McCarthy, the four congressional leaders from both the House and the Senate, from both parties, got together. They met all last night. They met again today. And it seems that the thing that may actually get COVID relief done is the notion of getting direct stimulus checks to Americans. Now, this still may be controversial because they're talking around $600. Remember, the big push was for $1,200 checks like we saw previously. And by the way, we've seen this push for stimulus checks from left and right. I mean, conservative, Republican, Josh Hawley, senator from Missouri, Bernie Sanders. You don't get much more far left than him in the Senate from Vermont. They have been pushing for this. Everybody's indicating that has been pushing this particular policy that this is helpful. This can perhaps unstick the stuck process of COVID relief overall. And yet there's still criticism coming from all sides that it may not be enough. So as they always say in Congress, there is no deal until it is all agreed to. And we aren't there just yet as we're recording this, but all eyes are looking towards COVID relief for Americans, finally. It's not going to include that state and local aid that Democrats wanted. It's not going to include the liability protections that Republicans wanted. But it is perhaps going to get direct cash payments into your pockets. Here's what else matters today. President-elect Biden named his former rival for the Democratic nomination, Pete Buttigieg, to be his transportation secretary. Buttigieg is the former mayor of South Bend, Indiana. He would be the first Senate-confirmed openly gay cabinet secretary should his nomination make it through the chamber. And this could be a post that Buttigieg could use to curry political favor in the future. We know, obviously, he just ran for the presidency. I'm sure the ambition of becoming president of the United States is not something that ended with his 2020 campaign. So just imagine you're getting to be in a post where your main function is going to be to hand out federal dollars to all these mayors and governors and local officials throughout the entire country. That's certainly a way to make friends who you may call upon later down the road for endorsements or political support. But it's also part of this larger climate change conversation that Biden is having. Yes, infrastructure is going to be a critical piece of the Biden legislative agenda. It's where he thinks there's going to be bipartisan agreement. And Buttigieg at DOT 
would be at the very front of the pack of that process. But it's also part of this larger team. Jennifer Granholm getting tapped for Department of Energy. Gina McCarthy, the former EPA chief, getting tapped to be the climate czar. And the already announced John Kerry sort of global climate envoy that Biden wants, along with this infrastructure piece. Everything coming out of the Department of Transportation is going to have a climate component to it as well. So it's another issue that matters so much to the Democratic base that Pete Buttigieg is going to get to continue to work on in this official capacity. And finally today, speaking of presidential cabinets, the one that is currently in place, Donald Trump's cabinet, seems to be falling apart a bit. Donald Trump held a cabinet meeting today, not before cameras. Attorney General Bill Barr just resigned. Next week is going to be his last days on the job before Christmas. He's out of there. And why? Well, it seems that he is not going to do what Donald Trump wanted him to do as attorney general all the way through January 20th. That is, continue to call into doubt the legitimacy of the results of the election. Perhaps appoint a special counsel to investigate Hunter Biden and his tax situation that right now is currently under investigation in Delaware. Bill Barr apparently wanted no part of that, never mind all the potential controversial pardons that Donald Trump is going to issue on his way out the door. So Bill Barr stepping down, clearly to President Trump's satisfaction, before the term is up. Well, that means that Donald Trump wants to find somebody who is going to take his slot who will do all those things that Donald Trump is looking to get done through the Department of Justice before he leaves the White House. Jeffrey Rosen has been tapped to be the acting attorney general, but will that hold? Will that hold if Donald Trump doesn't believe that Rosen will accomplish the to-do list that he has before he leaves office? And there's the question of FBI Director Chris Wray. We know he's been in Donald Trump's sights. We know Donald Trump has said publicly how disappointed he is in the FBI director. But is Donald Trump really going to fire a second FBI director in his one four-year term? What would that mean for the independence of the FBI from the president? It's unclear if today was Donald Trump's final cabinet meeting. He may have another. But just as a reminder that COVID has been impacting almost everything in the Trump administration, even today— Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was not able to attend this cabinet meeting because he's quarantining after coronavirus exposure. A State Department spokesman says he has been tested and is negative. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.